0: This week on Lead One, Pursuit of Passion.
1: Welcome to the Lead One podcast, where our mission is to lead leaders through leadership. The goal is to get 1% better every day. Let's see what Drew
0: and the guys have to say. All right, guys, welcome back to another week, Lead One podcast. I've got the crew with us this morning Brandon, France, and Sam Buck. What up? <laughs> So this week, we're going to be talking about passion. Um, And I want to start with just posing a question to the group this morning of, um, should somebody follow their passion?
2: Yes. I can only speak for myself. I am a very passionate person. I put my blood, sweat, and tears into whatever it is that I'm doing at that moment. And I'm not going to... Once it's locked into my head that this is the, the, the road that I'm going to go down. No one's going to sway me from that decision. And it could be the most, you know, the stupidest thing ever, but that's that's what I locked in on, and that's my passion, and that's what I'm going to do.
0: Okay. I want to come back to you, but I want to want to get everybody else's opinion first. What do you want got, me, Sam? Want me to go or ahead? Brandon? Yeah, I want you to go ahead. All right, so I,
1: I think... I think I was I was raised to follow my passion, but I wish I had somebody there to to tell me I had to had to be practical. Also, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Hone it in. Yeah. Why Why would you say that? Because I feel like uh, with the arts or with music or whatever, we're just saying like you know we're passionate about music, so you 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 know just do music and and it will come. But I feel like now how I think about music now is like how I think about sales. You know, um, I was talking to somebody, yes, yeah, yesterday, and he was talking about working a record, and I and I was telling him that you know you sh- you you should probably take the YouTube approach now. You should probably just put a record out each week until something hits, versus. Um, you know, this is this is my big my record. I gotta get it to radio. I gotta get it to, you know, some the labels and stuff like that. I just feel like that is like an old school way of thinking, but that's how we we
0: thought. Definitely old school. Is it because you think in like in his situation, his passion is is almost kind of like blinding him from maybe reality. Yeah, or being practical. Okay, you know what I'm saying, or
1: you know just. Just um, reverse engineering, which poses situation. which
2: poses the question: Is there practicality and passion?
1: Yes, there is. There is
3: practicality and, and passion. Passion is a key element of succeeding at something. Passion and plans got to go together. If you got a plan and no passion to do it, that means you, it's like saying you have no motivation to get it done. Like to me, when I hear the word passion, it it ultimately talks about something that I vastly care about getting done. Right. If I'm I'm passionate, I'm passionate even to this day about music. Right. I'm also practical about it. Right. Doesn't mean that I have to have one without the other. And I think oftentimes people say passion versus practicality. They assume that one has to leave.
1: So what I what I'm thinking is, you know, sometimes you lead with passion versus becoming passionate about the opportunity. You know what I'm saying, and that's that's what I think you're talking about, Franz. I think you're talking about doing something and just putting your all putting your it. all into yeah, it. Yeah, because
0: I'm going to argue, Franz. As a kid, you you were not saying, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on Wall Street, and then I'm gonna get into the insurance business. That that is who I want to be. I could be wrong. So, but
2: that's what you wanted ha- to do. Yes, For it was. Your own life? Funny enough, the the crazy yeah, story he to be is cap, a
1: cab driver.
2: Uh, crazy enough, I remember when I was like seventeen years old, DJ Cap, and this guy pulled me in and tried to get me to come work for Prime America, and uh, it was like my first introduction to sales, and I I, I completely forgot about this because I've I've since blocked it out of my head for whatever reason, and it just popped in my head the other day. I was like, it's funny how. I've come full circle, some two decades later, and here I am. You know, back in insurance. Just don't put
0: us that in that category. Yeah, we're not in, we're <laughs> prime America.
2: Yeah. Yes, we are not prime America, but the insurance industry.
0: But 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 once again, somebody introduced an opportunity to you. Yes. You, you at, at ten years old. My point is, you were not going to. You weren't planning on being in the financial industry.
2: No, I wanted to be a race car driver. Uh,
0: oh, okay. <laughs> There's some point. So, so, see, to me, that's the mistake that, and, and I think it's, um, I think we deal with it a lot now with this generation of it's like, oh, because I, I want to look deep into myself and whatever I want to be, then that's what I'm going to go do. Y- y- different generation, France, y- you realized, okay, I want to be a race car driver, but it's not practical brandon and sam's point no it but, wasn't practical but, to my but parents. He, what if
3: what if he missed out on the opportunity to become the world's best race car driver ever because he didn't follow the past you the don't know him. that we i don't, agree we don't that. know that's what i'm saying we don't know but we i think sometimes when we're too practical we fail to realize what we can do when we put our minds to something
2: the practicality part comes in that when you are uh a minor is the practicality part comes in by way of your parents Right. Yeah. Because in your head, it's like, I know I want to go do whatever. I want to be Superman. I want to jump off this roof. I could do it. And then your mom and dad is like, what are you doing? Get down off this roof. <laughs> All right. they They're the ones who bring in the practical, the practicality into what it is you're doing. However, I would like to think that now that I'm in that role of parenting, that I want if my son or my daughter comes to me and they have a passion about something. I'm gonna. I'm going to help them pursue that passion, and not look at it from my own practicality or my or or based off of my limitations. And I want to help help them pursue that passion. Franz, I'm gonna say something I haven't said to you on any podcast. I agree with you. Podcast <laughs> over. Drop the mic,
0: <laughs> Brandon. What is this? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is. So here's here's my thing is I I believe that passion can passion can fade though. No, I still want to be a race car driver. If if <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but because you, you, ha- <laughs> you didn't do it exactly. <laughs> so
0: my thing is is if it, it, had you done it that, that could wear off over time. Yeah, yeah it could. It could. If, if if the if the passion is Absolutely. all.
3: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, but I also don't know where it could have taken me if I had pursued
0: it. Pursued. So uh, we'll give the listeners maybe a little context here. Okay, because, let's do it. So there's uh micro Dirty Jobs guy. Uh, there's a little snippet of an interview that I watched with him where he talked about how passion is a requirement, um, but he, he advocates for not following your passion. He talks about bringing your passion with you. So, you know, to, to France's point of there's an opportunity, he found that opportunity, and he brought the passion. It might have been the same level of passion he would have pursued being a race car driver with. Absolutely. Um, and he, he, you know, in the interview, he talks about a guy that I guess was maybe on the Dirty Jobs episode, um, guy wanted to work with kids in the psych- psychological realm, and he lost that passion. It's so what he wanted to do his entire life. And after about 20 years of doing it, he lost it, his, t- his town needed a, uh, a another— a septic tank cleaner, remover repair guy. And he started a septic tank business, but he brought the same passion he had for helping kids to that, but he found an opportunity. So what, what, what Mike's talking about in the interview is finding an opportunity, exploiting that opportunity and bringing it with you. Cause see, I think if, if it's, if all you have is the passion element, then you could lose that over time. I think with the, op- with an opportunity, there's other rewards that come along with that, but I think it was, it's safe to say that nobody's successful at anything without having some element of passion to it. Absolutely. I use myself as an example. I knew from an early age that the insurance industry is what I wanted to do or was that, it's what I was going to try. That's your passion. It was not, though. I mean, selfishly. It had nothing to do with the fact that you know, I knew what we did was important, but that was not the driver. Right. It was a great opportunity for me to earn an income, for me to provide for my family. And so for me, it was an opportunity, and I, I just wanted to exploit that opportunity. So the question... The question, that I believe, not to cut you off, from us, but I believe that, that you it, you can sometimes get passionate about something because of the opportunity that it provides to you. So I came into this. I see... I see a great advancement opportunity. I see great earning potential, and then I start to see the significance of what we do and what our products and services how they can change people's lives. And now, all of a sudden, I, 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 I'm as passionate as anybody about a cancer policy. I'll argue anybody about that, right. but it, it didn't. I it didn't start there. I, I absolutely
3: agree, but I, I absolutely agree to some degree. But it's to me, is almost like. I marry someone and then grow to love them or I love somebody and grow to grow with them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, do I lead with uh, my passion for the person or do I try to develop passion because it's practical to marry this individual? I look at my life as the same kind of thing. I want to lead with the thing that's most natural. Like, so if it's natural, I feel like it's a reason that things come in my spirit, right? Or if I'm passionate about it, it's always a reason to me. Like, so if I'm passionate about playing baseball, right, In a young age. I'm drawn to that for some reason. I do believe that that passion is leading you to something. But at some point, your passion does take you to practicality, right? But it doesn't mean that I, I have to negate my passion and lead with practicality because I could be negating my purpose
0: at the same time. And I think it's okay. You can be passionate about multiple things. True. And and you can be passionate about your hobby. Mm. Your hobby could be racing cars, and and the opportunity that you chose to pursue is what funds the hobby, right? Yes. And, I think and, you look and,
2: at it from more of a practical than a passion.
0: Well, sure, because I'm I'm just thinking. All right, you, when you're raising Brandon, bring this to you kids. I know that's where your head's going with it. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to bring it in. You know, my I I can remember. Uh, my wife, freshman year of college, not knowing what she wanted to do, um, telling her father she wanted to be a fashion designer. Okay. He said, Okay. Um, you know, your mom's in healthcare. Have you ever you thought about being a nurse? And ultimately, that's where she went. Now, could she have been a great fashion designer? Probably, only because she, maybe she's listening to this. <laughs> um, but the odds of that are so slim. So I, I guess what I'm asking when you think about maybe this conversation with your children, are you setting your kids up for success by saying, oh, yeah, follow that dream, knowing there's like a .00001% chance that that dream pays the bills? So before I know you're going to go,
3: because you got you got them, but I'm, I'm saying this. Do we ever get the Michael Jordans, the Tiger Woods, uh, uh, the LeBron James? Do we get uh, Michelangelo's? Do we get the Da Vinci's? Do we get these people without them leading with their passion? We don't. So I'm saying we never know what that passion is going to do. But at some point in time, you do have to be self aware, though. You so
0: know what? What, I'm if, what if there was a situation? What if? What if LeBron James just picked up a basketball and somebody said, "Dang, dude, you are ridiculously good," and he was like, "I guess I am pretty good at this. Huh? Maybe I'll give this. Maybe I'll." pursue this as a career opportunity i mean i'm not i don't know that's the story but i'm just saying that could have been the scenario so what about just ridiculously talented so let's talk about scenario we do know about let's talk about michael jordan
3: hold on hold
1: on before you go down (laughs) because i'm going down i'm going down a rabbit hole (laughs) All, all i'm saying is is there was someone there who took the passion that he had and thought practically like you need to do these steps you get what i'm saying that's that's all i'm saying most people, well, most musicians from my from my era, <laughs> <It's> we, <smart. laughs> yeah, okay, but we 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 thought you know we can make beats and we're just gonna make beats. But no one was thinking about business how to get how to actually make this a career. I tell um, like some some artists in Connecticut to move to Atlanta and, and be an artist because it's an occupation here. It's not a dream like it is in Connecticut. I agree. And that's why actors move to L.A. because that's the
2: occupation in L.A. Back to your wife, if she wanted to do, uh, to be a a fashion designer. Move to Paris. Move to Paris or move to New York where that's, you know, she just fell right in but in Gainesville, Georgia, mm, not so much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. But but it got to be somebody that thinks like that and, when you're when you're most passionate about whatever you're passionate about, like if your father was like, "All right, you want to be a race car driver? Let's figure out the steps you have to you have to do." You know what I'm saying? I, you make sure your grades are good, and you make sure you do what you got to do here. I'll make sure I put you in the best position to pursue that passion.
3: And and I say that, and, and I, that's where I was headed exactly when I was making the Michael Jordan comment. Because we know this man got cut, right? Mm-hmm. He could have made a practical decision, say, "I'm not good enough to make the team," but his passion led him to get better. And I and I I say that because you know I always you know I, I hate to bring faith and I don't want to be I don't want to use this in a way that's supporting just my argument. But the reality is, it Jesus says Jesus was your, a great basketball I'm player. I'm about to do it. Um, <laughs> Jesus was a, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus was no, a great basketball no, player. No, no, <laughs> no, no. The Bible says your gifts will make room for you. Right? Usually, passion is usually. Most times, when you really find real passion, it's usually connected with a gift—something that you're gifted in, not just a wish. Like, you know, honestly, being a race car driver before you even had a license is, is a, sometimes it's a, a wish. Like, ah, oh, that looks cool. But when you find real passion, it's usually connected to something
0: that you're good at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because
1: cause Franz can't drive for nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and see, my argument is okay. So the world, the especially the athletic world, would look a lot different. Had Michael Jordan made that decision. I hear your point. But then the argument would be would Michael Jordan not have been successful in any other realm? My argument, my argument would be yes, he would have been. He's a ridiculously hard worker. Well, that's not true I mean, because
2: he sucked at baseball.
3: <laughs> that's one thing.
0: Yeah. I do what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. <laughs> He's so, competitive and he, he has drive. I right. get you. Yeah, yeah. And so you. And to me, most people are passionate about something relatively glamorous. In Mm -hmm. my mind, like going back to Mike Rose's example, nobody, uh, there may be one person out there is passionate about pumping out people's septic tanks. (laughs) 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 But his example is the guy, the guy comes home, washes the poop of other people off of him and then sits around his pools and sips martinis. It, what it provides a great lifestyle. And so I think, I think if we're not careful, we fall into that trap of like, Oh, I, I, you know, the saying, do what you love and never work a day in your life. I don't know. I got mixed feelings on that just because I'm like, because in in my thing, we could go down the rabbit hole of social media because mm -hmm. it's portraying this image of everything. You know, we could, I could make what I do look super glamorous through the lens of a camera, even though it's not always right. And so I just think we have to be careful because you got... Brandon, going back to kids, you got kids growing up in a society today that think, "Oh, well, I should, I should love what I do," or you know, look at so and so; they're super happy at what they do, and meanwhile, that's not the case all the time. They're just they're, they're they get these false images of what, if we're talking about it in a career context, what that career should be. And I'm just thinking, if we didn't have, if there wasn't that element of practicality, there wouldn't be people pumping out septic tanks. I can tell you this right now if my kid came to me and said, I have no idea what I want to do, I'd be like, go into, get into heating and air business. Like there will never not be air conditioning and heat. I'm, I mean, the, the, I mean, cut some hair. Second insurance, maybe. <laughs> um, so I guess that's my struggle with when you talk about following your passion most people's passion is um unattainable for most i don't know what's the percentage of professional athletes or race it's, car drivers yeah, it's, low. it's it, very it's very very low and so i just think could are, are you are you setting yourself up for failure if you said that that's okay i'm gonna follow my passion do so, what i love right,
1: so so that's so he the person that person could probably make a living racing a car but they may not be that that one that's on television. You get what I'm saying? It may be a career there.
2: They may be part of the pit crew. Yeah. they just didn't so, make the, the driver like, slot.
1: And I, I go back to music. You can make a living making music without but being you may, spotlight. but you may not be Drake. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Sure. Because if you look at music as a product, as a commodity, that's and you find your audience the same way we do with sales you can you can make a living but but most people want to be famous and see my my point
3: is is that i I think sometimes this is just me i I had plenty of opportunities to be totally practical, right, but I feel like I would not have been happy. I never want to live life with any type of regret in my heart. You know what I'm saying, and I think a lot of times if I had led being practical first, I would have lived with a lot of what ifs and I think passion oftentimes leads you to the place that you should be anyway <clears throat> or practically can too but I, in general making sure you're doing the right things and i, I think for me if i'm talking about passion right i love sports growing up um i didn't become super passionate about music until i was in college right and i was passionate about sports but sports led me to a place that prepared me better for music and then that music led me to Atlanta, and then that led me to this. That let you so I feel like it all has a plan, if you just follow. Like you, I won't have any regrets with my life at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like because I every anything that I was passionate about, I at least tried it. I agree.
1: That's like the the person that you know, like myself, wanted to take, you know, the leap to to work at Def Jam instead of go to college. If I had that mental, the mentality I have today, I would say, you know, go to college. You're going to become 21, 22, either way. You might as well have that paperwork behind you. You feel what I'm saying? If you're make, if I would have went to college, I would have probably built a audience anyway because I was making music in college. You know what I'm saying? Versus, it's just a little, just thinking a little bit differently um, than just blindly going. For you know your passion.
3: Well, I, I would never suggest anybody blindly go towards anything. Like you said before, passion and plans have to go together. Like hard work and talent is usually when you get to that place, right? And, and I, I think, think
0: that, that that's the element today that um, is missed a lot of times right. because it's just about it's just about the passion. Do right. what you love, regard and, and the the planning is. Even second,
1: the, even the the uh, the person on Instagram that my daughter is is looking looking up to or whatever, she got a million followers, right? You're you're only seeing the finished product, but you're not We're seeing, seeing the them work. schedule their posts every day. Right. You're yeah. not seeing them coming up with content every day. That's what I'm
0: saying. That the the result looks like this glamorous life, but yeah. I mean, it's behind the scenes, it's yeah, yeah, it's, it's nitty gritty, dirty p- potentially. I mean, so and I think sometimes your passion turns into your
3: why. As you move forward in your life. The older we get, to me, it seems like my passion now becomes the why I do things, which is family, is is what I want in the future for my family. That that type of thing. I think that same energy that I have for my initial passion of music, which never really goes away, it shifts immediately to what I feel like my why
1: is today. And I think I grow up. But you up. wanna you wanna set the children up so they don't have to be like broke trying right. to trying to do something. You
3: know yeah, I, 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 I always I, I want to put myself in a position where if Bryce wants to uh, pursue his passion, he doesn't have to be practical about it.
0: Sure, and I think that's just that that's that's a parent wanting to provide a better life than what they had and wanting everything that their child could want. Yeah, and so I mean, I th- I think uh, like I I get that. Like you know, I hope that you know, Pierce is in a, in that same category but i think i think we're kidding ourselves if if let's say that's not the situation right and you know i, I don't know i think the problem is a lot of people they they don't look for the opportunity right. right they get so blinded by that passion and you just you know when you drive down the road and you uh insulation truck passes you or a guy pulling a bobcat and 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 you just you think about there's all these opportunities out there Bring the passion of whatever it is with you to something like that.
3: Mm. I agree. I, I agree with that. I do agree with that wholeheartedly. I, I do. I do not believe in starving artists, though. I'm never one that believe in
2: uh, <laughs> starving artists is a real thing, though. Yeah, but I
3: don't believe in that.
2: You you don't have to do that now. You can still have passion and get some money. Every artist out there, you know, you think of the Michelangelos, like we were talking about before, and and all of these famous painters, and yeah, but they, they also didn't have part time jobs when he was painting.
0: Yeah, they they didn't have the internet. Well, there was it, one right. of them that didn't even get famous. He'd been it dead. Did. Well, I was years, a, I right. was a, I was about to this say guy that I was probably tending bar. Just that I was literally about to his say that painting that's, was a hobby. Mm-hmm. Right. That's usually
2: how it happens with you know painters. But the whole starving artist came from the from painters. You know, uh, literally that's where it it originated from because they were all about their passion. So you know they were wearing you know hand me down clothes and that whole grunge look where now it's like a, the thing but it all came from that that level of poverty right and even in the hood you know these kids that are they dress a certain way not because that's what they want to do it's just mainstream media came in and saw these kids dressing a certain way and have taken that and ran with that and now it's you know it's become fashionable if you will but it's it all starts from that place of passion and hunger so, if you're just out there, you're not thinking about hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's thinking about money. Let's keep it a hundred, right? Everyone wants to make a million dollars someday, and everybody wants to be the best at what it is they can be. But in the in the midst of it all, I and mean, you're you're painting on you know on the side of a, of a brick wall because you can't afford canvas. You ain't thinking about being practical. You just think about getting your art out someone needs to think practically yeah. I'm not saying they don't need to think practical but I'm just saying that's the that's them. that's I'm the level saying, of an artist I'm
1: just saying someone needs to it they, they don't have to be them you know it may so yeah, be they hire, somebody they hire, in their circle hire a business or, or something like that that's
3: why most people who are are artists or entertain or something in creative that's usually what we talk about passion right creativity uh well, no, no, leading with so much passion as you lead. they always have a team of people who think practically for them, right,
0: right. Yeah. well, what I'm thinking about, too, is the fact that what this topic or at least in my mind, I'm thinking about it as how it would how it relates to most people. true. you know, w- why does uh, Dave Ramsey preach never having credit card debt or never having debt is because for most people, that's the best plan because mm-hmm. it prevents it from getting out of control. He's he's preaching to the masses in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um you know what you arguing with me on this? No, I just, you know, Dave Ramsey
1: <laughs> I just I don't rock when I'm like that.
0: Well, yeah, yeah I, I'm I but that's but that's my argument. I'm like, "Well, okay, if you can get, you know, 1% financing on a vehicle. Why why would you tie up all that cash? So, but once again, his message is preaching to them. He's talking to the people that would be paying 8, 9, 10% interest yeah, yeah. on a car, so they should save up the money and pay cash for it. And so once again, I'm not I don't want to discount the the Michael Jordans and LeBron James, but mm-hmm. that's not most people. Yeah. Not, and right. so I think society as a whole, we should be looking more for the opportunity that's there. But passion is a key element. You just got to bring it with you. Misy always says to me. She says, "You know,
2: my passion is." She, she calls you pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she says, "My passion is Snowflake. uh Is uh, being an entrepreneur. She says, "You're not. You're not passionate about a, a, a particular thing. You're passionate about being an entrepreneur. You're a serial entrepreneur. That's your passion." And then it took a long time for me. To, to really let that you know, just let that sink in, and I was like, "She's a hundred percent right." Every job I've ever had in my whole career has always been about. It was always a ten ninety nine position. It was always about me building something, and that's my passion. My passion is building something from nothing. It's not about being you know the best cancer salesperson there is, or being the best you know tech guy there is to build the best website or sell you know the most stock ever. It's about just building. And that is my passion. So I don't look at it. So I know I'm capable of making money because I believe in myself. But the passion is the building part of it. Sure. So is it safe to say that we all agree that passion
3: needs plans? Yeah. And practicality needs some sort of
0: passion in it, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. And you don't have to love what you do. You don't. You gotta have a lot uh, I don't know I disagree with that so long you don't you <laughs> don't
3: have to love what you do you should but at some point in time you should if you don't love what love
2: some part of it though it ain't gonna last too long yeah you're gonna age in dog ears <laughs>
0: you're not if you don't love what you do we'll wrap on that y'all have a good week if you got one percent of value from this podcast do us a favor
1: like comment share subscribe tell your friend. Tell your coworker, until we meet again, lead one.